This is Reverend Kirk Lawton, minister at Ocean Lakes Family Campground, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that this message may enrich your life as you find God especially meaningful to you. Thank you for worshiping with us. One time there was a man who, because he was a Christian, had to endure the following things. He had 39 stripes beat on his back on five different occasions. He was beaten with rods three times. He was stoned one time. He was shipwrecked three times. He spent a night and a day adrift in the ocean. He endured robbers, hunger, thirst, cold, and nakedness. And on top of all that, he was a pastor of several churches, and there came to him problems from these churches every day. You probably know who this person was. All this, as I just said, has been recorded in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And of course, this man's name was Paul. But all this could not destroy his faith in Christ, whom he served. In fact, Paul once wrote, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I'm strong. No, all these hardships did not separate Paul from the love of Christ. In Romans 8, 15, or 8, verse 35 rather, Paul asks the question, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? And then he answers his own question a few verses later by saying, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. But this morning for our purposes here, let's back up just a bit. While nothing could separate Paul from loving God through Jesus Christ, yet there have been things in these days which have separated some from expressing love to God. One thing that's a hindrance is what we call pride. Pride has been defined as that which seeks to elevate self at the expense of other people. Haven't you seen people who fit this description? How easily pride can infiltrate God's people even. You know how difficult it is to be around these folks who always seem to wear their feelings on their shoulders heard some time ago about a large crowd of people who once gathered at the Franklin Park Zoo in Boston, where they stood in admiration as they watched a beautiful peacock slowly spread its tail and display that beautiful array of color in its feathers. The great peacock stood erect and dignified. And just about that time, an ugly, utterly ungraceful old duck waddled slowly from the water and passed between the proud peacock and the admiring crowd of people. Enraged, the peacock drove the duck back into the water, but in the process, something happened. The once graceful peacock had now become ugly with anger. Its feathers no longer spread in beauty. Instead, it chased the duck into the water, its natural habitat, where the duck now swam and dived gracefully. Then those who had admired the peacock 
now loved the duck. Pride in ourselves can rob us of the joy that we should possess as Christians. There's another thing that can take away the joy that God wants us to have, and that's what I think of as a haughty spirit. In a, an issue of a national magazine some time ago, there appeared an article which very aptly describes this haughty spirit, and it gives some suggestions for cures for this. That article was entitled, Do You Suffer from the Druthers? Wilkinson Barton, the author, says that when he was a young boy, their family used to drive by a certain house in New Hampshire where they used to live two brothers. This house was dilapidated now, weather-scarred, all because of a disagreement these two brothers had had some 20 years before. No one knew just exactly the, the nature of the disagreement, but as a result, one brother had walled off his side of the house and proclaimed his section off limits to his brother. They had lived that way ever since, not speaking at all to each other for 20 years. One day the older brother was asked whether this living arrangement was difficult. You see, his half of the house had the kitchen, but no bath. His brother's half had a bath, but no cooking facilities except an open fireplace. The older brother replied, is, is it difficult? Let me tell you, it's about as inconvenient as trying to get around on one leg. Then the person asked him, well, wouldn't it be better for you two to make amends and to live comfortably? Nope, came the reply. Druther be mad. And the author of this article went on to tell how this story came home to him. He went one day to a clothing store where he usually shopped. He wanted to buy a dress shirt, size 15, 34-inch sleeves. He found that the regular clerk had been replaced by an inexperienced young man. Size 15 with 34-inch sleeves, he said to the clerk, uh, with a button-down collar. The young clerk got the button-down collar shirt, but when he brought out the 15s, he had a sleeve length of 32, not 34. No, said the man, I've got to have 34-inch sleeves. Then the clerk went back and brought out another shirt that had the size 34-inch sleeve, but the collar was not 15, it was 14 and a half. This inexperienced and inefficiency of the young clerk so infuriated that customer, he said, with a bit of anger and sarcasm in his voice. Oh, never mind. You probably haven't got the shirt I want anyhow. I'll just go to another store. He reasoned that he could go to a large department store and get better selection than he could in this smaller family-owned business. It was not until about a week later that he found the reason for such slipshod service that he received that day. He later learned that the owner of the store had become very seriously ill, and his relatives had offered to work there without pay, filling in for the sick man. Well, this is the way it is with the druthers. We usually end up being sorry for the way we've acted or for what we've said in haste. Druther be mad. How sad. It was Shakespeare who once said, how poor are they who have not patience.
Well, I've just mentioned briefly two things this morning that can drive a wedge between us and the love that Christ wants to shower upon us. His initiative of offering his love to us never fails. God never stops loving us. Our Lord does not waver in his offer of love, not one bit. But if we choose to refuse it and prefer to shut off that channel of love, then by our own stubborn willfulness, we have the ability to keep his love from getting through to us. I've mentioned two things, pride and a haughty spirit. These two things have the potential to keep Christ's love away. I think that's exactly what the writer of Proverbs had in mind when he said in Proverbs 16, verse 18, Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Many of you who are listening to me today may recall seeing a classic motion picture of a number of years ago, Quo Vadis, which, although not biblically accurate, is set in a time like days when Jesus was on earth in human form. After the completion of the filming, the main actress, who was Deborah Kerr, was interviewed by a newspaper reporter. He asked her about some of her feelings and experiences in making the movie. At one point in the film, she was tied to a stake in the Roman Colosseum, and hungry lions were turned loose to rush at her. The reporter asked her, Weren't you afraid when you saw those lions coming toward you? She replied, No, I was not afraid at all. You see, I'm one of those actresses who reads all the script of a movie before I accept the part. I had read all the way to the end, and I knew that the hero, Robert Taylor, would come and rescue me. The lions would not get to me. Oh, what a beautiful truth that we have as Christians. We have a chance to read to the end of the script where Jesus says, I have overcome the world. Do you feel today that things are just crowding in around you and all is oppression? You feel stifled? You feel that you need some relief, some help? Remember, when your life is in the hands of a loving God, as expressed through His Son, Jesus, He is one who has overcome the world. Yes, we shall have tribulation and hardship and problems, but in the end, we are on the winning side. And so, as Paul said, if God be for us, who can be against us? Nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ. Oh God, help us to take that truth, not just with our ears, but into our hearts, and to know that even though we live in difficult times and we have difficult circumstances, many of us in our own lives, yet when our life is in your hands, then you're going to be with us through the difficult times, and in the end, nothing can separate us from your love. May that give us encouragement today just at the point of our need. We pray in the precious name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen.